0: Welcome to Welcome the Gun Show. I am joined by Garrett. Hey, everybody.
1: Tarek. Greetings and salutations, our loyal listeners. And Coach Jacques.
2: A humbug.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll save you on again, Coach. We're, uh, we're delighted that you agreed to sit in on this uh, what is bound to be painful experience for you.
4: I'm, I'm sure I was the only one that was available.
1: I mean, I'm not going to tell you you were our 12th cho- choice. But... <laughs> 12? Jeez, okay. Well, I Can made
4: I... it in the top 20 at least. <laughs>
0: and I didn't want to say that um, you are correct, that you were the only one available by the fact that you're the only one who showed up.
4: Oh, well, there we go. <laughs> My proxy, I am here.
0: <laughs> and we really appreciate it.
4: There we go. Uh, I enjoy being on the show again, so thanks for having me.
0: Awesome. So this is going to be our, uh, it's going to come out just after Christmas. So we're going to call it the Christmas special, but uh, just ignore the timelines because they're going to be a little bit like wonky. It's not Christmas yet here. Where we yes. Are. We're, we're recording it before Christmas,
1: um, but you'll get to listen to this after Christmas. So it's in like future
0: Christmas is in the middle there somewhere. So it's all good.
1: Uh, <laughs> so you'll get like a double dose of Christmas.
0: Yeah, well, in theory.
4: It's
0: like one
1: of those Back to the Future movies where you have exactly. to really think about it. Yeah. yeah. Charge I, up your I, flux capacitors, boys. are going to need them. <laughs> My mom said I'd go blind if I did that.
3: <laughs> Charge, not cry. discharge. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, not even
0: This is going to be an episode of uh, messing around, talking about some of our favorite pastimes, talking about some of the things we enjoy consuming, um, and generally spreading Christmas fuckery. Um, There probably won't be a lot in the way of guns or uh, gun related stuff in this show. There will be some because Terry wants to talk about some stuff, but it's probably not going to be a hell of a lot. So, T-Bag, do you want to kick off with your thing and then we'll move? Let's start off with the gun thing. So, that the people who come here for the gun show.
1: The gun show. So, you can listen to this and then, like, stop listening after seven minutes and not waste an hour of your life. That's um, my thoughts exactly. You'll only waste seven <laughs> minutes of your life.
0: <laughs> that you're never getting back. <laughs>
1: Pretty much. I went to go shoot close today. I was terrible so you went you went to go shoot at clays I don't even know if I shot at some of them I mean I I kind of I think I might have hit the field Um, I missed the sky a few times Uh, (laughs) Um, I take
0: it that they don't have that 87 meters in front of you rule
1: no no I mean it was further than 7 meters it was like at a rabbit not an actual rabbit like a Rabbit play um <laughs> okay <maybe> continue because <laughs> it was lots of fun I just it's going to cost me lots of money because you now need money. an over under yeah i deserve one <laughs> but
0: you know you don't need an over under right because i remember back to our show on uh, sort of exotic weapons that we all like and enjoy and have weird fetishes for you like side by sides. I do like side by side. So you should but. buy like an English side by side and I need to get an over-under.
1: No, no. You, you need a fucking muzzle-loading single shot 1911 boy. Um. <laughs> they won't let me shoot 1911s at plays, I've asked. <laughs> <laughs>
0: because apparently, unlike birdshot, nine mil does not belong in the air. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you don't have any real 911s. I keep forgetting. Um, well, I have that one, but I don't, well, I don't have a license for it yet. So. No, well, I
2: suppose not, it, it does belong in the air. It's just
1: got a decent hang time. The problem mm. is you've got to aim it really high to get it in the air because it's so slow that it, it spends <laughs> like, more time in the air. than
0: most things. I think he like confuses 9mm and 45. No,
1: no, no, no. 45 is the one that goes at like walking pace. Yeah,
0: 40, 45 is the one where you, you do Kentucky windage where it's not like in, in
2: mills. You do it in hours. Yeah. <laughs> That's
1: just after 10 meters, eh? In days of angle.
2: <laughs> days of angle.
1: <laughs> like, go do it. Like I mean, there was a dude there shooting his pump who, like, respect. Um, I, I tried a couple with my, like, Ipsic gun and that was uh, especially challenging.
0: But, like, what a fucking jaw. Hard. Okay. So, so, Tuesday is going to be um, interesting then.
1: Um, yes. Yes. Okay.
0: Jock, you know. want to come shoot some clays? Uh, do I have a choice? Yeah, it depends on what you're doing on Tuesday.
4: I don't know. Ask me on Monday, and I'll tell you. <laughs>
0: but yeah, I'd like to go and shoot some players. Why not? I mean that's that's not a real helpful answer, but we can ask him Monday. <laughs>
4: yeah, there
0: we go. Cool stuff. Gaz is going to check what he's doing on that day, and if he can make it, he will come out and shoot some with us. too. Yeah, I mean yeah. I mean Gaz hasn't actually replied to
1: message or anything.
0: I haven't replied too much, to be honest. Then uh, T Wag and I will be there getting uh humbled by uh the other Courtney. The other corn will come and humble us. Yeah, the
1: one who's actually <laughs> good at shooting. Ooh, ow! <laughs> <laughs> He's like really good at clothes, though.
0: Oh, okay, Terry can go fuck himself. Let's talk about something else. <laughs> Hang on, where's the eject button? Terry's getting ejected. Come on! Uh, <laughs>
1: come on! <laughs> so Later, t- losers. <laughs> I put a fucking shirt on and everything. <laughs> wow. Thanks like for that. Like the South African bird Kreutcher. <laughs> he,
0: yeah. He put on a shirt
1: comedians.
0: everything. We still don't know if he's wearing pants because he
2: hasn't stood up yet. Thank
1: goodness. No, I'm not wearing pants. I'm wearing a shirt because I care. <laughs> so, T, today,
2: watch? did you shoot some over and under and side by side or vice versa as well? Was it a Yeah, I shot,
1: I shot Nikki's over and under. Um, yeah. Didn't fit me 100%, but uh, that was a lot easier and super cool. And then he's got like a, a 391, like a clay semi-auto. It's a very nice gun, very sexy gun, but uh, kind of weird to shoot. Like soft shooting in that, but it just, it didn't speak to me like that over-ended. <coughs> the over-ended. it. Oh, over-ended. okay. Cool. Yeah. But you've got to buy the right one. Yeah.
0: I, 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 I don't, don't know what the right one is. The one where the barrel, the one barrel's on top and the other one's underneath, corn. Yeah, but that can also be a side by side if you shoot it at like a grand cant. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you shoot it gangster. <laughs> gangster,
0: yeah, I was just
2: about to say. I mean, then, then, I mean, it is a side by side, isn't it? No wonder. We do have longish biceps. I mean, the stock fits quite nicely across it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there we go, Terek's practicing already. Yeah, you've got to buy the right one. I, I believe some of them are a little bit heavy on uh,
1: ejectors, um, some of the models. Um, uh, uh, like the, the problem with those is like the right one starts at a lot of money.
0: Okay, maybe That's I should rephrase that. Not 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 the optimal one, so not the right one. You just shouldn't buy the wrong one because they're no, no. heavy on ejectors and like it's going to cost you a lot of money and maintenance
1: to keep the thing going. Yeah, and I mean, there's no such thing as a as a as a cheap decent shotgun. Um, fuck, I need a cheaper hobby.
0: <laughs> and thank goodness we're here to talk about other stuff we enjoy doing. So
1: oh. none of which is maybe, that cheap.
0: Maybe no, you can like copy one of those things, and
1: you know. I mean, if if I gave up my drinking habit, I could probably buy a freaking Pirazzi. No, you couldn't. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I've seen what you drink. You're not gonna.
1: <laughs> I drink lots of it, though.
3: This is true.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't think that dream's gonna come true. See, just keep drinking. <laughs> and still the disappointments. Exactly. If you have enough of it, you won't care that you're shooting a, an Epsik semi-auto at a. <laughs> yeah,
4: well. In
1: that case, you can have an over under and shoot it upside down. Anyways, it won't make a difference. So. There we go. There
2: we go. Hmm. Hmm. Would it still be an I, over I, under if you shoot it upside down? No, it'll be an over under. Be an under. under
3: uh, yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs> the, well, what, if if I taped my Benelli and my Beretta like top to top, right? I don't think that's going to work. <laughs> and then put the one on on the top. Would that not be an over under?
0: I don't think that's going to work. Why? Because you tie heavy shit to an M2, it doesn't function.
1: What you that's need what is you like... You tie the M2 to the 1301, you chop. Good <laughs> 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 thing I'm the brains of this operation. You just proved it.
0: <laughs> I was going to suggest two M4s, but anyway... <laughs> In fact, because self-loaders are sort of frowned upon in those circles, apparently, mm. you need two pump guns to tie
1: on top of each other. Those are even more frowned upon. Not when it's like duct taped together. <laughs> That's probably about... as. I think the only way it, that could be more frowned upon is if you took slugs and shot at cinder blocks with it. In those circles. <laughs> wow, what's there wrong is with a, that? Well, Not a the, thing. No, the <laughs> the, the Clay's guys seem to frown upon that. just yes, they might.
4: have an awesome shotgun that's a hybrid from another shotgun? That's what I'm asking.
1: Some of them have an awesome shotgun that costs the same as a medium-sized Korean sedan. Ah. Some of them have well, some awesome toys. shotguns that cost the same as a sized korean
0: sedan some of them
1: have two
0: shotguns that cost as much as a medium-sized korean dealership <laughs> Oh, yeah, <there's->
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> korean car dealership for anyone who's wondering
2: <laughs> but i mean in-, <laughs> <laughs> in, in all fairness in all fairness those shotguns are something to behold they- oh they're awesome yeah. no fair they, enough they're there's- very
4: beautiful And they're obviously very functional for the sport from what I can
0: gather. Mm. They're quite awesome. Uh, So like Holland and Holland, I know and um, Purdy and there's probably others still do fit it to the shooter. So if you're in a country where they, so if you're in England, you can go into the shop if you can afford to get into the shop and they will measure you with this like contraption that, sort of approximates a shotgun that can be adjusted in all sorts of angles and things. And they will measure you and they'll build the gun to you. So your okay. fancy gun that'll fit Jacques perfectly and will mount perfectly every time. I won't be able to shoot it and T won't be able to shoot it nearly as well because it just won't fit us. So it's like it's, handmade custom to the shooter.
1: But I mean, you can like a lot of guys do that with shotguns anyway. You buy a Beretta or Browning or something, you take it to someone like John. And, oh yeah, uh, he fits it, and it makes a difference. Yeah. Um, it's uh, no. It's what you thing can, of,
0: what you can also do if you're if you're not into that kind of stuff. So if you're more pump my ride than like deck out my Rolls Royce, you can buy that uh, that DT Eleven Pro Black with that weird fully adjustable stock on it.
1: I know this is super super functional, but but they aren't. What you, you you would you wouldn't stare lovingly at one of those for, for <laughs> a bit
3: of time,
1: touching it.
0: Oh, Jacques, I'll send you a picture later of what it looks like. You'll have a uh, an understanding of what we're saying.
1: I also need to see that now. Okay, okay. hang on. Keep <laughs> talking. I'm
0: finding a picture. of <laughs> sending it.
1: We have a couple of very lovely um, English doubles at work at the moment, and the problem is. With them, like every other English double I've ever touched in my life, they're magnificent. And people my size were hunted on fucking horseback when those guns were built. Um, <laughs> so they, they, they like they, they, feel like children's guns to me. You know, like is this a school for ants kind of thing?
3: <laughs> <laughs> what is really,
1: that really, called? Really bug's life. good
0: looking. Ants. Oh my word. Yeah, okay, So so we have established that if you want to have any money left over for anything, you probably shouldn't take up clays.
1: Fuck no. <clears throat> it's I think
2: expensive. just about any hobby okay. we do has some sort of excessive value to it. Or abbreviated excessive.
1: I, I mean, it's I, still all cheaper than golf and not stupid. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Golf is a waste of a perfectly good rifle range, right?
1: And it's not environmentally friendly. And, you know, we're all about the environment and welcome to the show.
0: Exactly. Close down your your golf courses, donate the land to us. We will happily manage it for you by turning into a rifle range where we race around on golf carts to get to shooting
1: positions. That is the best thing in golf, I think, is the golf cards. <laughs> I may or may not once have very drunkenly screamed around a golf course driving a golf cart, allegedly.
0: Who the I fuck did. led you onto a golf course?
1: Dude, back I mean, in another life seen, when I...
0: They must have seen you at the door and went like, this is no good.
1: <laughs> back in another life, we had a, when I was working for Cadillac, we had a product launch. And the product launch was at some super lani golf estate in Nisner somewhere. With a freaking hotel room bigger than my house. Yes. Okay. And
0: um, I, I think I know which one you're talking about. Yeah.
1: And and a bunch of car salesmen got drunk and <coughs> um, may have taken some golf courts cards for a drive. Yeah. May have upset some golfists. <laughs> Racing the golf carts.
0: <laughs> Allegedly, no. this never happened. Allegedly. This is yeah. these are all allegations, um, hmm. which we do not acknowledge. Uh, Do
1: we have a statute of limitations here and how long is it?
0: I don't know. We'll have to ask Max. Max? Max. Max Max, is fine. Max says what he always says. He recommends you shut up.
1: He says that a lot, doesn't (laughs) he? he? Don't don't say anything. Let's just so you don't interfere with the nuggets. Um... (laughs) If Anika time this
3: time check
0: that, Gordon? If Anika listens to this, Max is probably going to die horrendously in his sleep. Not that Max. I'm talking about the other Max. Oh, more than one Max into nuggets. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, what are the odds? <laughs> They're like Max into nuggets, bro.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, uh, so we, we have I'm established on that. None of us are going to start playing golf, it doesn't sound like.
2: No, being there, done that. Did you play golf? Yeah, I did.
1: And? Uh, I don't do it anymore for a reason. You were probably fucking good at it, though, you cock. Did you go to
0: the Nationals and they bitched about you being too good, so you stopped? You probably
1: had, like, plastic Uh,
0: clubs or something. Did you shoot... Did you shoot, like, (laughs) a 20 under par on a 20 par course?
2: um, like uh, no, I wasn't, I wasn't that good at golf. I liked golf, but, and I liked the idea of golf, but.
3: I, I tried
0: a couple of times, not golf, not the actual game. Um, a friend of mine enjoyed playing golf. and He started coming with me to the driving range. It's like, sweet. I like this. I can tell you guys right now, I can hit a golf ball very, 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 very far. I, no, cannot, I cannot steer a golf ball. Oh. Sometimes it goes behind me. Sometimes it goes to the left. Sometimes it goes to the right. <laughs> Sometimes it, well, it never went straight forward. Like, that never happened. See, <laughs> but like, now, oh. this, is, this
4: is something that I would like to try. Now, talking about what T was talking about, the whole skeet shooting thing and shooting plays, can I shoot a golf ball when you hit them and launch them? In,
1: can well, I that's, the anyway? only, that's the only way I'm ever going to hit a golf ball is with a shotgun.
0: There we go. Um, I'm all well, for that. if your clay's performance
1: is ending to go by by the sounds of it. <laughs> you do you know, have to take you. the right... What? That's. I still hit more than I would with a club. <laughs> <laughs> but the only thing safe when I have a golf bat is a fucking golf ball. <laughs> I think I may hit myself. My fellow four skin or four wall or whatever it's called, everything <laughs> except the ball is going to catch a club. Yeah, that, that
0: sounds accurate.
1: Um, I'm not a clever man.
0: Yeah, Jacques, I'm pretty sure that we could probably get somewhere, like if we go and visit Max this time, the actual Max that we were talking about earlier and not the one that we allegedly were talking about earlier. Um, if we go out to his sort of private range that he has on the farm somewhere, I'm sure we could chuck some golf
1: balls in the air and shoot them.
4: I don't want to chuck golf balls in the air. What's the sport in that?
1: No, oh, no, we have to hit oh. them with a golf bat. Well, someone Gaz can hit them with a golf bat. Exactly, he can.
0: So, so, and if, so I, and if I get frustrated, I I'll shoot it just before you freaking hit it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm volunteering to be one of the dudes driving a shotgun. Because it sounds like whoever is going to try and hit it is going to get shot in the knees. So, so, so what we
1: what we need for this endeavor, right, is we need Gaz with a golf bat to hit the golf balls. And then we need Jacques to hang off the other side of the golf cart and attempt to hit the golf balls in the air while I'm driving.
2: I'm obviously the dude filming this from a great... Yeah, I was just going to say, Corn's got a camera in hand.
1: I'm um, a great we're responsible, so I will not have any firearms with me. I will just drive the golf cart. Yeah. Well, the,
0: depending on how this as goes down, it'll either be live streamed on YouTube or on Live Leaks a week later.
1: I, I think we're. I think we're on something. I think ESPN will pick this shit up. I think we will be famous. It'll be a new sport. I mean, I would watch this sport. Hoping I, oh, that someone accidentally oh yeah, oh
0: shot yeah. their china. I once proposed a new sport and everyone was against it.
1: What was that?
0: Taking shots while taking shots. <laughs> See, there's small problems with that. White shots. Last time, don't play this sport. Moving along.
1: <laughs> <sighs>
0: so, Jacques, he was talking about picking up a cheaper hobby. Have you got any to suggest?
4: Oh, good lord, no. <laughs> you don't that's cheaper Every, it, everything that I'm that I could possibly suggest is going to cost pretty much around about the same or slightly more when it comes to things like that unless you take up full contact knitting which is very cheap <laughs> and that
3: full case. contact knitting
4: <laughs> is
3: that, that a, is a
0: sport that is an extreme sport you I'm have my, my, my interest in. so <laughs> I don't I don't want to be funny here um <laughs> <You're not. laughs> that that might be. A-
1: <laughs>
3: that might. <laughs> we need to wait
1: for Derek too.
0: <laughs> so that could be a sport that we take on on our weekends off from the uh, the, the previously discussed sport. Um, of course. Well, and funny enough, my mom following- my mom owns a crochet and sort of ball- 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 like knitting shop. um I'm sure we could, like, order extra sharp knitting needles for this full contact thing. Of course,
1: then, because they
4: come at certain
1: lengths. But then can we get her to, to allow us to knit her logo onto our shirts?
0: No, um, she's listened to the show at least once. I don't think she wants anything to do with any
1: of us. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Kuna's mom.
0: Yeah, Sorry, Kuna.
1: it. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's all him. Sorry, Mr. We we, we we wanted to be well-behaved, and it was all his idea. <laughs> i'll have Your you mate, know that that is
0: totally false
4: you raised a bad bad boy i
0: only <laughs> had to cut something out that i said once in the first show in the first five minutes <laughs>
1: exactly. after that you just forgot and
2: the, the truth truth be told you can't break that record now can you yeah. no one can <laughs>
1: no
2: you own no. that <laughs>
1: Oh,
0: that did go down. <clears throat> I wouldn't even really so, know what that was. <laughs> so, getting into the other sports and stuff, um, things that I have done in the past
4: um, that closely relates, but is not exactly the same, is things like uh, professional airsoft and uh, paintball. So, I did do that for a for a little bit, and that's obviously considerably cheaper especially as far as the airsoft thing is concerned. For me, I don't play airsoft like other people play airsoft just to go out and have fun. I play like a real-life event. So for me, it's all about living into the role and getting everything exactly the same as what I would do in real life. Um, and the same thing with paintball. So yeah, that's two sports that, that I would say is cheaper in the long run. Uh,
0: yeah. A very serious question. Like, no fucking around. Have you ever gone to play airsoft? And after the second round, you're pretty sure you took the wrong gun. <laughs> I mean, last time I did that people people remembered to call their hits. They weren't cheating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: that 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 airsoft fit, it felt a little bit more impact on that one, so yeah. <laughs> um, I, to be brutally honest, I haven't but I did actually see somebody that did. So, oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah. I, I
0: was, I was joking. That's yeah. No, no,
4: so that that has happened in one of the things. Luckily the guy caught it just before he went onto the, onto the field and he had to change the gun. Out, <laughs> obviously, but um, it was fun. <coughs> but that's oh, yeah. people. Do, eh?
0: Ladies and gentlemen, if you own real firearms and you own sort of, Replicas of those exact firearms for airsoft. I recommend you spray paint your real firearm bright pink for safety.
1: <laughs> for safety, of course. It seems legit.
0: Yeah. In fact, plug for one of our great friends. If you take it to Pit, Pit will seracote it bright pink for you, and yeah. it'll last longer than a like rattle can spray paint job. Exactly. For safety.
1: For safety. Safety first.
0: No, no 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 we've discussed this whiskey first safety third
1: yeah maybe maybe
3: first.
0: <laughs> so jock tell us a little bit about the uh, the paintball and the airsoft and that sounds pretty interesting
4: um well what exactly would you guys like to know about both of
0: those well the, the very first thing i want to know is when are the sort of five of us going to go play some airsoft because it's been years since i've played
4: well, um, there's actually some some good guys just up the road from us in Pretoria side. Cough, airsoft. They do hire out some <coughs> not those cough, C O F, chop. But um, yeah, they hire out M4s and stuff with actual it's proper proper airsoft markers or guns or whatever you want to call them, um, which they actually shoot very far and they actually have a little actuator in them like a little spring that gives you the the nice same little blowback that you would get from a normal M4, which is actually pretty cool if you do shoot them. Um, so, yeah, we can just make an arrangement in the new year when we are allowed to do things and not sit in our houses and just do other stuff. And then we can go and play. I would love to go and play with you guys. I'd actually like to get a lot of people to go and play. If, if, if there's some of the people that is on the show that likes jamming airsoft and they find themselves in the Gauteng area, uh, maybe it's a good idea to invite them with and
1: try to make sort of like a welcome to the gun show airsoft game. Who knows? That'll be you great. See how it. bad I am at <laughs> Call of Duty.
0: Yeah, but you're better at you better Quite at real guns, 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 aren't you? Yeah, but he can play medic. I mean, no, 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 no. You don't want that giving you the kiss of life.
3: <laughs> 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 also,
0: also, when when you caught a hit from getting like hit with a BB and Terek runs in to give you the kiss of life. You won't be technically dead when you experience that. I mean, you'll have to experience the full sort of brunt of that experience.
4: So, so you, you thinking very, very narrowly here, you need to think about the bigger picture. Him as the medic has to come to you through the hail of fire. So he's going to stand there and take a stack
0: of BBs up the ass. So, so what it's you're saying is
1: for when I get to put a tourniquet other. around Cornet's neck
0: <laughs> so, so we should go to the front line jock and then just shoot each other and call out hit there we go or not even shoot each other we could just shoot into the like blue yonder and go hit yeah and then, and then, then help please. the help the opposing team shoot the terek. there we go tourniquet <laughs> <laughs> around the neck oh sorry is that tight <laughs> enough? sorry oh. Mr Medic we
1: thought you were on the opposite team <laughs> <laughs> better friends.
2: <laughs> no, that does sound like fun. We're gonna have to do that.
1: fuck no, no, you back.
4: guess. <laughs> <laughs> i meant play airsoft. No. No, you back Sure you did guys. Sure you do.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but you're no, with
4: Paintball. Um, These guys out in Joburg called Paintball City, which I would recommend that if you want to go and play some some paintball in a CQB type environment that you go there, they've got, they've, they've revamped a new field, they've got a new field that they've recently opened up. And I would be keen to go and play some some paintball, again, at some stage as well. So, yeah, there's, there's awesome,
1: that. Awesome, yeah, I would be, I would be down good. for that. The last hmm. time I played paintball was my bachelor party and then basically what they did is got me drunk and made me run while they shot at me.
0: <laughs> so basically <laughs> what so we're planning to do with the airsoft. <laughs>
1: <Yeah. So>.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I should still have my marker somewhere in my, in my mask and stuff. I would be down to it. a really nice marker.
1: It's slightly bigger than 68 caliber though. It's an Italian one. It's very nice.
3: <laughs> It'll,
1: it, it, it only leaves the red marks though, corn. So when I shoot you and you get the, the red paint, don't worry.
0: That's, that's also one of the ones where after the second round, you think you may have packed the wrong marker, right?
1: No, you, know, I you, think that, he... you just keep pulling the trigger.
2: <laughs>
1: it's only got a 12 round hopper. <clears>
2: only. <throat> totally.
4: Yeah. I think you only need one, and that will be the end of that.
1: Yeah, it's corn, though. I'll use all 12 and possibly reload. (laughs) Because you don't like to waste. I know. know. Exactly.
3: (laughs) And when I get a block of gel,
1: I shoot every fucking inch of that block of gel.
0: (laughs) Good. (laughs) Mm. You should have folded that, but anyway.
1: Well, I was there. And then there's
4: archery. Any of you guys ever do archery?
1: No. I have this weird weird urge to try bow hunting at the moment.
0: Have you shot a bow
1: yet? Yeah, like twice. Were you any good at uh, it? What do you think, Corn?
0: No. I'm just thinking that if you (laughs) weren't any good at it, you probably shouldn't approach hunting (laughs) with it.
1: Yeah, it's not like I'm going to buy a bow and the first arrow I'm going to shoot is going to be at fucking Bambi's mom.
4: Well, it'll be the second
1: one. No, we knew. No, 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 no. The first arrow will be at Bambi.
0: You need to read in, you need to read deeper into the Jacques. He's not going to buy one and the first arrow he's going to lend one. (laughs) (laughs) Can I borrow your bow for this weekend? Well, talking about being specific,
4: like you said, about measuring the, the, uh, the, the shotgun to you, the same thing is true with bows. I can have a bow that will definitely not fit you because your draw length and my draw length are completely different and you'll end up hurting yourself in the process or your arrow falling off the, the, the actual target rest or there's a lot of other stuff that can, can horribly go wrong with bow shooting. But yeah, that's also a fun hobby. Also very similar to shooting in a lot of regards as far as trying to figure out what your arrows should be, the, the flex and the arrows and the stiffness and obviously what your draw draw length should be and your draw strength, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. But that's also a cool hobby. I did that for a while. Um, it just I would have carried on doing that. I had the, the, the archery range close to us not closed down, I would probably still be doing archery.
0: It was actually really, really fun, really good sport to do. So I've shot recurve, I think, on two occasions. So 1911,
3: brother.
0: I, I was, yeah,
1: 1911. <laughs> I, was, I was no good at that. Oh, like um, 1911s. Ouch. <laughs>
0: If you can't hear Terry for the rest of the show, you know
1: why. (laughs) (laughs) Um, um, People tune in for the friendly banter. (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
0: Allegedly. Um, I've shot two different compound bows. Um, Once they were drawn, I could shoot them okay, but they were set up for hunting... uh i think they were hunting giraffe for them
1: like i'm not an ex- i'm not an expert on archery but as i understand it and jock you can correct me if i'm wrong generally it's much easier to shoot the bow once it's drawn
0: no 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 but what i mean is <laughs> is, is the right. on the drawing bit. so the moment that the cams had cocked over they were fine hold, you, could, yeah. you could one hold them and two they were in a position where it was they're really easy to hold there and and aim fire um, where getting them to the point where they were drawn, like okay. a required two dudes, well, me cool. and another dude pulling at the same time to get the thing drawn. So um, dudes. Fuck dude. It was fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: What's
1: I,
0: I, what? I really don't have friends on this show. <laughs> no, geez, dude, I can't remember. I'll, I'll ask them what they had it set up at, but it was like madness.
4: Um, no, sure. Usually hunting bows are over anything over 60 pounds, depending on what you're shooting. You, know, you can shoot a small buck with something smaller than that, like a spring buck or a baker or something like that. But um, yeah, no, generally my, my one friend, Casper, he had, a, he had a, a very old bear, the brand name, B-E-A-R, bear bow, um, that he used to call a or, or beyond, And he would have people try to draw this thing. And it was absolutely madness. I think this thing was set at like a hundred pounds draw strength. It was insane. And literally you see people, they go, well, here's a technique to pulling a bow. And there is actually a a technique. You have to anchor, you know, set and pull and all the rest of the stuff where these people would try to pull that bow. And like, I mean, big boys came in and they tried to pull that thing and they couldn't. And it doesn't even move. It doesn't even move, dude, like you're exactly right. It needs to get that first cam just to turn a little bit and then it'll go, but it has to get to that point. And you have to have technique and you have to have an insane amount of strength to do that. And he would just take the thing and it's like, no, 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 just take it like this. And then okay, you take it and cool, it's not that hard. And people would be like, what? And you check them, try again. I saw one guy freaking take that thing, pull it, he couldn't get it, it flung out of his hands. It actually made like somersaults across the tarmac over this man. Going, 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 bouncing, 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 picked the thing up. Not a scratch on it. Basically it just dusted it off. I pulled it again. He's like, no, no, you guys need to learn how to shoot bow. It's very fun to watch people try to pull the bow, but yeah, I mean he could he could shoot freaking mammoths with that thing at, at that time, which I'm sure.
0: Yeah, I I don't record the bow that I the they had two and one was set up for like buck. So I guess 60, 65, 70 pounds, something like that. And I think the other one that they were using, that they were planning on using on a giraffe was if it wasn't a hundred pounds, it was damn close. And like, I couldn't move that thing. Um, and it was an experience once it was sort of cammed over and you let it go. Cause no. it's a lot of force and you have a nice thud when it goes. Um, sure it's thinking. interesting. Sure,
2: but that's There's a lot of a energy lot. in there. There's a lot, eh?
0: There's
4: yeah. There. And the same thing with crossbows. You know, people also do the whole crossbow thing. That's a lot of people go hunting with crossbows, <laughs> simply because they can get that extra poundage in there, and you can actually take, take it, and you can you can cock it at your own leisure and time. It's not a, a fast shooting bow by no means, but it does have a little bit more hitting power behind it. So if, if you wanted to go and hunt, tea, I would recommend doing the whole crossbow thing, because then you can at least put a sight on it and you can you can really pump it out a little bit and it is easier to shoot with something like that. Put a broad head on that and you,
1: you're good to go. That is like, I've got rifles for that. I, I kind of want to try the bow hunting thing for the bow hunting experience.
2: Fair enough. Sense.
4: For me, most of the friends that I have that do hunt um, with bow, they all do the walk and stalk thing, mm. they, which is... What I would say is for me is is something a little bit better because you actually have to creep up to the animal and then, you know, try to shoot it instead of just sitting in a in a perch and then taking a shot at it while there's grazed around or at a water hole or something like that. But I mean to each his own I I prefer the challenge to something like that. I've never hunted with a bow and I probably would never do that. I would much rather hunt with a rifle because I like that more and I think my, my success rate would be better with a rifle. But, um, yeah, I mean, a lot of my friends, a lot of my friends that I still have that does archery go and do the whole walk and stalk thing and um, they shoot for the pot with bows, which is cool.
1: I so, something I'd like to try, it, it, it wouldn't sure. be my primary form of hunting because it's going to be a challenge to a Deep Freeze, but it would be, be a cool thing to try. No, of course. That and, and one of the things I want to try next year as well is I want to go fly fishing, which with there a like me means I might lose an eye. But I'd like Yeah,
0: to <laughs> so no, no jokes, you big buffoon. When you go and try fly fishing,
1: wear safety glasses.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, like, leave the rod in the bucky and just take the bottle of whiskey. But <laughs> I would yeah. be curious to go and try that. Yeah,
4: fly fishing is
2: actually quite fun.
4: Yeah, one of my one of my clients actually does fly fishing. He's not a professional or anything. He goes out on the weekends
1: and goes to a a trout farm not too far away from here and goes and fishes. So. Yeah, I think there could be a like a I don't know. Like I'm 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 kind of sort of into sort of manly outdoor pursuits, um, not Brokeback mountain stuff. That's for you. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, it's it's something I've. Like you know, as a kid, we I, I, we did a bit of papoy, but uh, and I think I tried fly fishing once, which with my ADHD, it really didn't work. But it's something I'd like to try now.
4: Yeah, not that um, my
1: ADHD is any better, but I'm older. <laughs> uh, I
0: I would be keen to try that. I don't know if oh, I'm going well. to enjoy it, but I I would be keen to try.
4: Sure. Well, it seems like 2021 is turning out to be a year of trying some some stuff then by the looks of it. I mean, we've got airsoft on the on the cords. We've got some fly fishing. We've got
0: full contact knitting. Full That's contact knitting. Exactly. It, there's, an, there's another one that I've been meaning to try. Um, uh, bungee jumping. T, you in?
1: No. <laughs> I can't. Yes, you can. Like medically, I can't. No, it's It'll not, maybe pull your like spine straight. What,
0: what is your condition that makes you, that excludes you from?
1: I have loose retinas. Seriously, I was told by an optometrist <laughs> i must never, ever going to jump because my retinas are slightly loose and they could.
0: So you could look like one of those guppies with a big poppy <laughs> eye. You, you, you know what Tarek is? Tarek has a terrible eye infection. He just can't see his ass
1: getting up onto a <laughs> platform to jump. <laughs> I'm not making I mean like there's no way I would bungee jump anyway because fuck that noise like <laughs> I don't do heights jumps- how high I like to be off the ground six foot and four inches that is the maximum height I am happy to be off the ground that's why I grew this tall that's why I'm going that's where I stay um,
0: bungee jumping is awesome fun dude
1: So I will love all jumping. the jumps that I've done no I don't like heights alright uh, I, I, Wait, I don't
2: mind heights. I don't like falling. Yeah, there we go.
4: I Actually, I
2: don't mind falling either. I just don't like the abrupt stop at
4: the
1: bottom. Because so. <laughs> <Well, laughs> yeah. it's not the I've, drop that kills you. It's the sudden stop at the end.
0: I hear most yeah. people are allergic to that sudden stop.
1: Yeah, yeah it's, so I will not be going to jumping with you. Can I'd you like come film go. us to it, T? Yeah, that I'll happily do. I'll there send you the I've video. Done the I've done the rock climbing. Do yeah, yeah,
2: do I've done the abseiling. Yeah, I've done
4: that as well. I mean... I wouldn't mind jumping out of a perfectly good airplane at some stage as well.
0: Mm-hmm. So for so, a reason. So, so corn can tell you about uh, about skydiving. Corn can also you tell did you about that bunch recently, of jumping.
1: Recently, didn't you? Uh,
0: beginning yeah. of the year, yeah, I, I did a a bunch of uh, accelerated freefall jumps uh, and one static line. Um, it's an interesting experience. And if you really want to go do it, you can go do a one day course and do a static line. And that'll either get you hooked or get you cured. Um, For me, it didn't, it didn't cure me. Um, It was sort of a, I was supposed to do accelerated free fall. So I showed up for the class, we did all the things and they're like, okay, the static line dudes can jump today. The accelerated free fall guys need to come back tomorrow for more training before you can jump. It's like the fuck. They're like, but you've done all the training these guys have done. So if you want to fall out of a plane in a static line, you're welcome. So I did. <laughs> um, it's, it's really interesting. You need to get the right instructor. Um, otherwise it's, it's like no fun. Um, and then if you can, and if you, you're serious about this, about trying it, um, doing at least one accelerated free fall on your own is great.
4: Yeah, I, I think it's quite novel how people that jump out of the airplane wear a helmet because you're not wearing a <laughs> helmet for protection. The helmet is wearing you for protection. So,
0: You know what those are for, right? So that they can scoop you up in it? No, no, that's what the suit's for.
2: Oh, yeah. It's a bowl.
0: The, the, the helmet is for the comms you have for, with a dude on the ground who talks you in for landings when you're new.
4: Yeah, I'm going to land anyway. I'm going down, <laughs> but it doesn't go the opposite direction in case you haven't
1: but noticed. That's the one thing guaranteed if you skydive: at the end of it, you will be on the ground.
4: And the cool thing is, I won't miss. That's brilliant.
0: <laughs> I don't know, dude. I've 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 seen footage of dudes who missed the ground. No, no, no. Um, like they like fly into the moss the and power lines, they and miss the ground. They hit the ground. <laughs> no. Every single
3: time,
4: hundred percent hit ratio.
0: The dude that I did my yeah. my initial class with, one of the the students was like, uh, "What's your safety record?" And this dude's like, "Well, oh, we haven't missed, uh, we haven't lost a student yet." And they go, "Oh, that's cool." He goes, "Yeah, we always find them in the field somewhere." <laughs> 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 Uh, so if you bungee
4: jump, hey, shock, unsubscribe immediately. Thank you very much. That was me done.
0: <laughs> have you have you bungeed before, shock?
3: Uh-uh.
4: No, I'm 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 as I'm with T on this one. I have terrible case of I don't want to fall off tall things, even if it's a brick. But um, like I said, I would like to give it a go at some some stage. I just need to to do a lot of other stuff for for the scuba diving that I did. They made us jump off a mad high platform. I can't remember how high it was, but it was at least a 10 meter platform or or higher. I honestly can't remember. Still have PTSD of that. And when I stood up and that freaking thing, that pool looked like diving into a cup of water. That was how high it was. And they, for your rescue course, they, they made us do that. And that was a less than fun experience, like really less than fun experience. I literally shit myself. It was not pleasant at all. And um, I don't even know if I would do bungee jumping because obviously that's significantly higher than a 10-meter or 15-meter platform, whatever it was. And obviously jumping out of this airplane, I was thinking doing a tandem dive with somebody. But um, Yeah, tandems work. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I'm not. I'm not too keen on it, but I guess if if pressured into it, and obviously my rational brain starts kicking in, going, if that person can do it, you can do it, then I might do it. But it'll take some some convincing to to get me to jump off the, the bridge or out of the airplane. I know how to fight for a reason, so just um.
1: <laughs> see my my rational brain kicks in and goes, look on the bottom of the airplane. It has an undercarriage. That's how the pilot's getting down again. So the aeroplane can go up. You can come down with the pilot. T-Bag, S-
0: the plane that they use for skydiving out of the, the the DZ that I jumped out of, okay, what you do is, when you're in the air, and they go, we have to land. You go, open the doors. I'm jumping out this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Because you don't want to land with the pilot. Because <laughs> at least I can, at least I have some form of control of what happens to me when I
1: jump out. <laughs> no, you don't. Because gravity sucks you down. Yeah, but you can I have slow it down a scotch. That's that's all you've got. You've got I a have, scotch in the aircraft. You, have you can two go down, parachutes.
2: Go that's a good point. He's got two parachutes and there's only one aeroplane. But two weeks.
1: Yeah,
0: I've, I've only ever <laughs> needed to once think about
1: pulling my reserve. You've black skydived like, less than a dozen times. You've only think about <laughs> pulling your reserve, motherfucker. Yes.
2: Okay. But I am I am with T on this one. I draw the line. I want to skydiving. It's not something I would do. I, but you would go s- bungee.
1: I have, I have bungee, spent yeah. hundreds of hours in the air in aircraft. From teeny tiny little ones to great big ones. Never once did I think I was going to need to pull a fucking parachute. You have spent like seven minutes falling from the sky and thought you were going to have to pull your reserve. And motherfucker, your full size chute is probably reserve size for me. I need to get like an Operation Dumbo Drop fucking drogue chute thing. (laughs) 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 That can be a AC130 well, like, drop three. me out of the
0: back of a C130. Yeah, a- AC130 approaching. Oh, the doors are opening. There goes the drag chute. They must be dragging Abrams out of this thing.
3: Oh, no, it's Terry. <laughs> <No, it's Derek.
0: laughs> exactly.
3: <laughs>
0: At least in that but, instance, you won't be able to fight a T because that drag chute is pulling you so, out of that plane.
1: <laughs> just, just, Which just is a good be- trick, us. Because I'm pedantic. The only thing you drop out of an AC-130...
0: Sorry, yes, is a C-130. Yes.
1: A C-130, you drop cargo. An AC-130, you drop ordnance.
0: You see, Tarek is a, is a, is a plane nut. I come from a family of pilots. I know. Um, it wasn't like making... I was being serious. Also, you I think get, it's going to hit you in the
1: face. My next tattoo is even airplane-based. Stay.
0: Nice. <laughs> I Operation I Dumbo I drop on your left cheek. Yeah. <laughs> Confirmed. T is getting Operation number Drop tattooed on his left butt cheek. Photos will be up on Welcome the Gun Show as soon as he's done. <laughs> <laughs> Our subscribers just dropped down to zero.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you're in rank. zero. Oh, that's too. Charles and Christian are going to stop listening <laughs> to the show now. <laughs> like our only two listeners How do we know their names? Because there's only two of them
0: <laughs> No, no, no There's the dude in Vietnam too Won't no, you know, tell us his name Hello. He's our most
1: important listener Sorry, Shalem Christian But he, he is. is more important than you two
0: uh, Even though I never contacted him Which is unfortunate Yeah, okay So so, Gaz You will go bungee jumping with me at some point Yep Cool I, I haven't jumped to Weta
2: Towers yet Maybe we should go do that one. Oh yeah, we can do that one I haven't jumped bungee before, so uh, you'll be fine. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll enjoy it.
0: The worst part about bungee jumping, like no jokes is the dive off the platform, which, which sounds logical, initiating which that is jump. what
1: the whole fucking thing <laughs> is. <laughs> no, 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 but it, it, it,
0: it sounds logical. that That's the worst. But what, but what people do is, um, you usually, if you're attached at the feet, you want to dive off of it. You don't want to step off. You want mm-hmm. to dive off. And the a lot of people can commit to stepping off, but the commitment to
2: dive off. Um, a lot of people struggle with that. It's like your brain says it's okay. I'll be safe if I take a step off this platform. But if I go head first, that's unsafe.
0: Yeah, it's 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 weird how <laughs> people and they when I, my very first jump was at uh Blowcrant. So okay. tallest, tallest Natural. Jump in the world, um, and the dudes were like a couple of people went before me. We were a group of like twenty people or something, and the guys are like uh, they had a couple of people who did not do a great jump, and this dude they they like start counting me down. They're like three, two, and I like take a running fucking start. <laughs> They're like, okay, he knows what he's doing. I'm like, no, I don't. I just don't care. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's this weird thing called survival instinct <laughs> yeah. you know, it's in your genetic programming that goes this will kill you don't do it let's uh, not tickle the lion's bollocks let's not jump off the high thing
0: uh, let's not eat the devil berry there we go well, Tarek is a weird devil. dude Terek have
4: is any weird. of you guys done zip lining
1: I have is it higher than six, four inches off the ground? Yes. Unfortunately, yes. Then I, then I haven't done it.
0: So I've done the, no. uh, we've, we've done a couple at, uh, when I was growing up, we used to go to some dams and some of them had some, some ziplines, nothing impressive. And then about three or four years ago, um, Laura and I, for my birthday, went to go do the, the big fast one at uh, Sun City. All right. Longest and fastest zip line in the southern hemisphere, if I don't, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's like a two point four kilometer, um, and you hit terminal. So they they stick a like a like a rudder to your uh, to your legs to keep you orientated in the right direction because otherwise you just spin. For the thing.
2: <laughs> and already uh, he's uh, going not uh, chance. What <laughs> a fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's what was going to come out. No, I, I booked a few times to go ziplining, but every time it got cancelled, so I just stopped. I just stopped booking it
1: because the gods don't want you yes. to
2: die.
0: <laughs> I mean, we could go do like a canopy tour, I guess. No, i to Yeah, so I've done the Halesburg one. Same, yeah. I've done the Neisner one. <laughs> and we did another one that was not associated with the Canopy Tour guys but out sort of um, Cullinan side of the world which is also okay.
1: pretty cool. Mm. Uh, and, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Cornel from Heidelberg and Gaz from the East Rand. so when they say Canopy Tour what they're going to do is they're going to drive through the Modervontain and go that, that Ranger has a very nice canopy that hylax has a very nice canopy I'm not sure about the canopy on that is Susie.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Derek Derek being a car salesman is going to go with us and go. The canopy that you're referring to on that ranger is model number XYZ. Retails for about
1: but if you buy this
0: bucky from us today. We'll throw three. No, no, no,
1: no, dude, when you're selling cars, nothing retails at any price, motherfucker. It's 127 Rand a month. Well, this is this is less than two hundred bucks a month. Nothing is a price. Everything has an only this much amount. Oh, I'm
0: letting that (laughs) go. Tarek is never going to get back into the motor trade after revealing that secret. I hope not. (laughs) I mean, he hopes not. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, we we could go do that. Uh, Jacques, I assume that you've done some sublining.
4: Yeah, I've done the Michalisburg thing. My wife, for my birthday a few years ago, also booked us a a thing, well, booked me. And then uh, when we got there, I'm like, so aren't you going to join me? And she's like, uh, no. I'm, like, I'm not doing this alone. Come. Biggest mistake of her life. She was screaming like a little girl on every single zip line. And she was screaming obscenities at me, threatening to kill me.
1: So that <laughs> from any other day, though. Yeah. <laughs>
4: exactly. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Felt like hope. Fun. <laughs> so, T, the, the lucky bit for you on the uh, zip line the canopy tours, is you can't go. Oh, good. And I'm not <laughs> even joking. My I'm my first bad. time I did it, Yep, mm. we, we went with, uh, I was still working at Afrox, and they took basically the whole of IT out there for a weekend for like a getaway. And uh, one of the activities was the zip line thing. And we had two, shall we say, big gentlemen who I used to Full work size with. humans. Who might still be listening to this. So, hello, dudes, you know who you are. And they attempted the first leg because I don't think at that point, these guys realized that there was a weight limit on this. the guys running the, the, the day-to-day sure. thing. And these guys went on the first one and they were like, sorry, gentlemen, <laughs> there are some step ladders
1: there. <laughs> yeah. Please She's go back out. to the bar. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to point out that the, the welcome to the gun show as, as, Organization does not support Cornet's fattest thinking. Uh, it's not fattest thinking when it's literally going to kill you. So, fun yeah. fact: for my fortieth, Nikki took me. We we were Chocho, you know, when we were allowed to fucking leave our houses. Um, and Nikki arranged for me to go on a helicopter tour of the Grand Canyon, um, oh, awesome. which was amazing balls. But we really struggled to find a helicopter company that would fly me. And we may why? have had to
3: is it, is lie it slightly.
1: Just... Well, that is well. We may have had to lie slightly in our conversion of kilograms to pounds <laughs> mm.
3: <laughs>
1: so that we didn't have to pay for two tickets.
2: <laughs> yeah. All right. But that uh-huh. must have been cool to be see the Grand Canyon in a helicopter.
1: Dude, they go over the Hoover Dam, you go through the Grand Canyon, then they land you in the canyon. Um, you have, like, little snacks and champagne, and they fly you out. And that thing is unbelievable. It is. It is, like, it's a bit like when you see, like, like sometimes when you see a really big building and your brain kind of goes, this isn't real, mm-hmm. the canyon's like that. It was epic. They then had a helicopter crash a week or two after we left. But that's Yeah, the- I was
0: I was about to ask, doesn't the Grand Canyon still to this day have the record for the most aeronautical accidents per however large it is? Probably. Like, don't they have the most aircraft down there in history? I think they still do. I don't know.
1: I survived. I wouldn't know.
0: And it's, it's, it's not because guys who do it, so I'm sure yours would have been fine tea, the, the, the guys who do it, No, no, the company
1: I flew with had one crash and I think killed people a week or two after we left. Yeah, but yours is fine. It's fine. Uh, (laughs) That was ironically also like a month, it was a month or so after we shot the match in Thailand, I think. And at the bar we went to was Angus. An Australian and an American got in a fight and the Australian killed the American outside the bar. Also two weeks after we left. Sure. or a few weeks.
0: I'm seeing a pattern here. Yeah. Ooh. Make so sure you I see Terek every week. Yeah, I, I've I've seen Terek in the last two weeks. I'm still alive. Um, I've known I mean him longer I than leave,
1: two weeks. It's <laughs> only if I leave the show that you'll be in
0: trouble. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, T, you you won't be able to come and do that one with us. Um, oh no. So you're off the hook for that one. Oh,
1: uh, so, uh, so we,
0: we went to go do the canopy tour in Leisner, um, With Lawrence, bunch of Lauren's friends. And uh, one of them, she managed to, I think she moved her hand from the back of the sort of pulley system to the front and ended up, no, no, she didn't run over her hand. So that was okay. But I think she ended up getting her, safety line tangled in the pulley in this process. And it like stopped dead in the middle of a run. One of the oh. longest ones. And so <laughs> she's hanging there in the middle and she's like, I can't get off. I can't get. And the dudes are like, pull yourself. And she's like, I can't. It's stuck. And like, she probably hung there for an hour. Oh. while While the emergency crew came in to come and fetch her. It was pretty damn cool though. Not the hanging in the air thing, but you can hear the emergency crew coming in. Because they also have to take the lines. Um, so you could because they they do this all the time, and their whole thing is rescue. You can hear them going from sort of run to run. Most people, when they when they go, when the, when the standard guys go, there's like a two minute or three minute gap between. These guys, you like you like hear they click on, and you go. Zzz- and while that dude's going, you've like three or four behind him going. And they get to the other side, you hear them unclip, they're onto the next line immediately. and Like we did that thing in minus the, the sort of stack, but it took us hours to get through it. It took them probably 15, 20 minutes <laughs> to get through the whole thing.
3: <laughs>
0: Very cool. T-Bag, what about uh, scuba diving? Because Jacques's quite into scuba diving.
1: Cox and I have an agreement <laughs> they stay at the pub, I stay at the sea
0: the <laughs> so show is it's going, to <laughs> <Terig won't> <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be called things Terry won't do it's gonna be the like longest
1: hey, excuse me none of you wanted to try bow hunting I want to try bow hunting I wanted to do I want to try fly fishing no, so we not try fly I won't fish do anything I just don't want to do stupid things. <laughs> Tee, like it's falling have fall in your head. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> it's been a
2: fight with it. Okay, so I'm on T. I'm with T on this one. I scuba diving is probably one of the only things that I don't have any interest in doing because I I don't trust the ocean. Scuba diving is an amazing experience. Oh, look, I, I think it is an amazing experience, but it's not for me. I'll watch it on TV. It's no, just no. not the same
4: fair enough so here's here's the thing so i would be interested to see you guys just do what they call a, a dsd dive which is discover scuba diving dive which they go into a pool and they just put the scuba gear on you and they just take you in a pool and that's it you don't ever have to go and dive but i think that you guys will just change your opinion a little bit i don't i'm not saying i want you guys to go and dive with ragged raggies in in other Shoal, but um i do think that it's if you, if you see what it's about, that you'll enjoy it a little bit more as far as the, I've done it, I've tried it, I've said no. Like I said, I'm not trying to convince anybody to go and scuba dive. I, I enjoy it for me. That's my meditation. So, because you can only focus on the breath um, when you're under the water and you can, you, it's like you're submerged into a whole new world for anybody that's done scuba diving I know exactly what I'm talking about and they know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, but for me you can't think about anything else so you have to be focused and it's not that hard I when when I, I want to do scuba diving a long time ago and people say to me the first thing is like it's stupid expensive it's the most expensive sport that you'll ever do'm i like mm, okay I've done some expensive things in my life and yeah it's in initially if you have to buy all your equipment it can be a little bit costly because if you're going to buy your wetsuits and you buy your BCD and you go and get a cylinder and a, and a mask and all the rest of the stuff, it can quickly add up to a few runs. But, um, I mean, you don't have to do that. You can rent most equipment from most of the scuba places anyways. And you can just do that. Yes, the problem is if you don't live close to the coast, you you can't unfortunately dive in the ocean, so you can't see the the, the sea life. But, I mean, there is a couple of like inward dams and stuff that you can go and dive and just experience the the being of under the water and that's what it's for me so I, I mean i don't necessarily have to go and dive here in brooklyn they have a five meter swimming pool and i'll gladly go and take my kit go and sit at the bottom of the pool for a few minutes and just breathe i don't have to even swim i can just go and sit down and that 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 to me is meditation for me anyway so i don't know how you feel about that for you know?
0: The quietest quiet that I've ever experienced was scuba diving. There's no, there's no traffic noise. There's no hums of electronics. There is, there is literally nothing. Um, If you're diving in areas where you've got some, some boats that are active, you might hear some, some, some droning, but that's sort of usually like they'll be pretty far away from where anyone is diving for safety reasons. Um, and you'll obviously have your, your, your breathing in and out. So you'll have the bubbles and stuff. Um, it is one of the most fascinating experiences I've ever had sure. um, because it's just so different to anything else you've ever experienced. And what I really enjoyed, and it's been years since I've scuba um, But what I really enjoyed was the way that you, you control buoyancy. It was yeah. so cool to go, okay, I want to move a little bit closer to the bottom. All I need to do is change my breathing pattern yeah. and I'll go and uh, I want to go up a bit. And but these are for micro adjustments. If you want to like really change shit, you've got other adjustments that you can do, but it was so cool just having that doing the Buddha sit and you can control sort of where you float It was awesome. Um, I was fortunate to do the, the barrier reef in 2015. Um, that was an amazing experience. I wish I could have done it a couple of years before that. Um, so when I went, things were already going quite downhill for the reef, a lot of dead coral and it, it wasn't what it apparently used to be, but still amazing to see how I wouldn't trade it to the world. Now, one of
3: my
4: best experiences, usually when I travel overseas for the martial arts thing, we go to places like Singapore, Malaysia, um, Thailand and stuff. I managed to dive into the the aquariums there, and one of the best experiences that I actually had was in in uh, the the Thailand um, aquarium, where I pretty much had free reign. The guy knew I knew what I was doing, so he's like, he was just like, "This is this is your big swimming pool. Go right ahead, do what you what you want to do." And I mean, we were diving there with a few raggies, and I literally had a raggy come past me. I would say. 10 centimeters from my face, just floating past and you're just sitting there. You're shitting yourself because you know that this is an apex predator. This this thing can turn on you immediately. But yet it is so graceful in the way that it moves and you sort of feel what that animal feels like if you, if you just hover, like you say, with the whole buoyancy thing and going past and having a, a sand shark come up to me and like... Nuzzle me. I went down to Cape Town two years ago to go and do a scuba dive thing in the aquarium as well. And one of the best things that I had there was one of these massive, like mantle type stingrays came and played with my bubbles. So as I was exhaling, it was like it likes the bubbles tickling its tummy. So it was literally circling, I would say, 30, 40 centimeters above my head, just doing like little circles that came up to me. I could literally stroke it if I wanted to. So I enjoy that animal encounter thing. And like I say, for me, that's calm. It's, yes, you, 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 a lot of your rational mind kicks in and you go, well, you know, there's sharks in the ocean and all the rest of this stuff. But your chances of getting bitten by a shark if you're a scuba diver is not more than a perfectly good airplane falling out of the sky with hundred odd passengers in it. So... I get it why people don't want to do it. The first thing that I did, I asked one of my, my friends who was a, a dive master to show me the ropes, he invited me to his pool, and it was the most scariest thing I actually had ever done up until that point, because you have to try to breathe underwater and your brain says there's no way. You've, you've tried this in the pool yourself. If you've taken a few mouthful of water, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And now you have to fight that rational brain type thing and go, I can't breathe underwater. So it was terrifying for me. I climbed out of the pool and I'm like, this is not for me. And a few weeks later, I decided, okay, well, let's just go and do a course. Did it. And I've been hooked ever since. And that's that's my calm. That that to me is my yin to my yang as far as the martial and the art side is concerned. You know, you have to get that balance. And one of the things that I heard a long time ago was one of these let's call him a guru for the lack of a better better term can't remember the guy's name but he was sort of giving life advice and he said one of the things that you should do every day is try to do something that scares you every single day try to do something excites you try to do something that enlivens you try to do something that makes you laugh try to do something that makes you feel x y and z like i say not so much Scared, he doesn't like it, I, I get it. But um, facing your fears. I mean, I was chatting to, uh, at a stage, I had a tarantula business and I was uh, breeding tarantulas and selling tarantulas and all the rest of the stuff. And I was chatting to a guy last week, uh, my ta- one of my tattoo artists, and he's petrified of spiders, but literally to the extent that he can't walk into the same room if there's a spider. And the, Tony the, from the tattoo studio said to me, that's an irrational fear. And I, I understand why people do that. I, I completely get it. I, I I face my fears like snakes. I was afraid of snakes. And what did I do? I go and get myself some snakes. I'm afraid of spiders. What do I do? I go and buy myself a bunch of spiders, the biggest ones that I could find, strangely enough, and uh, started breeding them and, and handling them and stuff. And like I say, yes, do I want to go into an environment where there's spiders and stuff? No, but I just don't know enough of, say, for example, spiders or snakes to determine what is poisonous or venomous in that case or non-venomous, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But the same with the ocean. Once you know what you do and you've been trained by a good trainer. You know what you're doing when you get underwater. You know You know what to do to get yourself safe if something should happen, if you should have a weapon malfunction. Oh, a weapon malfunction. If you have a- Tap break, tap break. Yeah, there we go. So stab the guy next to you and take his kit. That's what I do. But anyway, that's the <laughs> thing. Cool. If anybody that ever dives with me, be warned. I will take your stuff. I will kill you. Your life means nothing to me. This, if I have this,
0: this is why when you do the, the buddy diving system, You need to keep adequate distance between yourself and your buddy because you can't trust them.
4: (laughs) Or social distancing for a reason, apparently.
0: (laughs) So on my very first qualifying dive, which I ended up not completing because it turned out I had a little bit of an ear infection thing going on and I then had to like can the whole weekend because I couldn't equalize. But on the very first one, sitting on a boat, um, on a little semi-rigid in uh, uh, St. Lucia. And we're going to, i oh, sorry, Sedwana, we're going to go do our qualifying dives. And it was pretty choppy. So cool, like jump some, some big waves. We get out to where we're supposed to dive. And the girl who was sitting next to me, um, the dive master goes, everyone ready? And I look at her and I'm like, she hasn't inflated her BCD. But I go, everyone ready? They go, sure. And we go, we go over backwards into the water. And I obviously float because my BCD is inflated. And she starts sinking. But um, I'm close Sorry. enough that I'm she... I'm going to
1: interrupt you quickly Yo. to ask a simple question. Yes. What was she sinking about? <laughs> she,
0: was, she was literally sinking about <laughs> clinging on to me. <laughs> like, that's what she was thinking about. She like, she like attached to me and I'm like... You're gonna pull us both down! <laughs> Get off me! <laughs> so uh, she eventually figured out what she did wrong and inflated it, and everything was fine.
1: <laughs> I, I have I, I have three issues with diving. One, claustrophobia, because we're not meant to breathe underwater.
4: Two, you. yeah.
1: Uh, you, you're telling me I've had a concentrator on breathing with. My ADD. That means I'll die (laughs) because I'll get bored of breathing after three (laughs) minutes. This is a real thing. And three, and and possibly the most concerning, is the fear that a Japanese or Norwegian ship will (laughs) sail nearby (laughs) and shoot a fucking harpoon at me. (laughs) Uh,
0: Save the whale.
4: <laughs> yeah, don't worry, Shepherd will be there to come and
1: rescue mm. <laughs> you. People are going to see me and they're like, "Just, just take that one, it's fine."
0: Right, yeah. So, um, yeah, my my biggest concern with U T Bag wouldn't be the the focusing on the breathing, and it wouldn't be the fact that you're claustrophobic because there's lots of people across claustrophobic who, who can dive. Um. It would be the attention to detail that's required to not die at times. <laughs> yeah,
3: there we go. Because I've bad. seen
0: you, I've seen you reload. No, you haven't. I, I've, I've, I've experienced how you reload, where you don't measure overall length. You go that long. Mm. That doesn't quite lo- like work for your safety stops. <laughs> have,
1: have you seen the fucking? extreme spreads i could load. i have loaded pistol ammo with less than a 10 foot per second spread that was loaded that long
0: do you know why because i know what i'm doing no I'm, and i'm not joking when you fill the case entirely and then compress it down it's really 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 easy to get consistent loads because there's no space
1: <laughs> <laughs> where you need to go considering that with that mil load, you could triple charge the case if you filled that case I would be recording this with hooks instead of
2: hands. would be pretty hard to catch the mic falling on your face then.
1: Exactly.
2: Like <laughs> knock my hook into my skull.
0: It uses his face as he's been doing the whole night.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, Discover Scuba might be a good idea if you guys would be down to try. Thank you. Uh,
3: even,
4: even, even if they don't dive, like I said, purely just for the fact that even if you guys did it in a swimming pool, I took my gear and you just breathe underwater. Just that.
1: That I mean, I've done it it in a swimming pool. It's just somewhat uncomfortable. It's a bit scratchy. (laughs)
2: I'm sure it is. (laughs) (laughs) Just leave that in that. Corn, you caught that one a bit late, dude.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I had to wait for him to say scratchy. I was I was genuinely interested. I was like, when did you try it? Did you enjoy it? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: Like, oh, we're not talking about diving anymore.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> no, I'd I'd be down to try it in a pool. At least try it and see how it goes from there.
3: Yeah, I would
4: say that even even if if anybody just said to me, listen here, Jacques, here's a good way for you to meditate, just go and sit at the bottom of a a three meter pool and just breathe. I would have thought that they would be crazy, but now I'm going, hell yes, I'm yeah. I don't necessarily have to go and dive. It's not for me about the actual diving. Yes, that is a by uh, actual very good uh, thing to have as a byproduct, but that's not why I dive. I literally dive because of the, the serenity, the tranquility that you get when you, at the bottom of the ocean or the bottom of the pool or the bottom of a dam, and there's nothing else Except you, your thoughts, and your breathing. Much.
0: That's probably another same reason why Derek far. shouldn't dive.
4: Yeah, no, but it's the same thing for the martial arts thing, and I'm sure it's the same thing for you guys running your, your Epstein shoots. For for that entire when you when the guy goes shooter ready and you go and the buzzer goes for that ten seconds or however long it takes you to shoot that stage, there's nothing that ha- that's happening. The only thing that you're focusing on is doing what you've been training to do. You let your natural instinct take over. You're breathing whether you like to admit it or not. Your brain is functioning at a higher level. All the rest of this stuff, although you're under pressure, you are still managing to do all the stuff that you want to do. And yeah, sometimes it goes according to the plan that you have and sometimes it doesn't. But that's the nature of the game. The same thing is true for any other sport that requires you to perform at a, at an optimal level. And for me, that. I always bring that back to sparring and martial arts and the whole thing because that's the purest form. If you stand in front of somebody else and they're going to punch you in the face, you go to fight, flight, or fringe response. There is no other two ways about it. That is just the way that it is. And like I say, people don't understand it until they've been there. If you haven't sparred against somebody that's literally trying to take your head off when you're sparring against them and trying to physically knock you out, you wouldn't know what I'm talking about. If you just play sparring, you'll you you you'll have a different experience. But you see people's true personalities come out when people spar like that. You can actually see what type of person they are. And the same thing is true when you, when you spar, you need to stay calm under pressure. You can't let your emotions take over. Things like anger, fear, anxiety, excitement, all that stuff, because that also has an influence. And I'm sure the same thing is true for shooting. You can't be... Apprehensive. You can't be doubtful. You can't do X, Y, and Z before you go and shoot. Otherwise, you're gonna you're gonna snooker yourself, and you're gonna be your own worst enemy. So fact,
1: it's, it's, it's a quote from our buddy Jay, which I, I liked so much, I've saved on my phone, um, and that's that we want a state of awareness without judgment.
4: There we go. Um, one of my one of my things that I did as a as far as sports is concerned is, um, I played uh, pool and snooker and stuff. And one of my my icons, or one of the people that I really looked up to in the sport was Steve Davis, um, son of old Joe Davis. And he said, whenever you play and you make it look like you're not trying to win, then you'll be hard to beat. And that's yeah. exactly what it is. So for me, it is that, Exact same thing. If you, if you just, all the years of training, I mean, you guys go to a range on a daily basis, on uh, well, a weekly basis, if not a daily basis, and you guys are putting in all the hours, all the dry fire, all the stuff that you do to get really, really good at the sport, whether it be IDPA, IPSC, whatever it is, shooting, three-gun shooting, pistol shooting, um, shotguns, all whatever. You have, to, you have to let your training at some stage take over. And the same thing is true for martial arts. The problem is with, you, with, with, with the martial arts is that you could end up getting hurt because somebody could really knock you out and there's a real chance for injury. I'm not saying in the shooting that that's not the case. That's why you guys have safety officers and range officers and there's so many safety protocols and stuff in place but you, you still have to perform. You, ha- you still have to go to years and years of training. And there's a lot of people, I see people coming into the martial arts world, the same as what I see people coming into the, the shooting world, that things that they, that they know stuff and they can, let's say cut corners to get real good at doing what you guys are doing at your normal level is stuff that they still have years and years to master. And that to me is always interesting and that's why you guys are where you guys are in your 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 different sections of, of shooting and all the rest
0: of the stuff. So I have a question: Wouldn't the Terek? Wouldn't the ultimate warrior be able to run guns, box, grapple, dive, skydive, drive uh-huh. a car, briar a stake? <laughs> No, Not I'm, use I'm, gas for cooking.
1: Well, gas in, for browning. In, in, in fact, and gas is fine for browning. The ultimate warrior. <laughs> you are so White tights, as I recall, had a bit of a poodle cut and had a lot of face paint. Okay. Am I am, am I dating myself for that reference?
0: I'm 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 wondering how he fared against gunfire.
1: He beat Hulk Hogan, as I recall, and I think he even beat the Undertaker. So gunfire was fucking not a concern of his. <laughs> he did die of something, but he was the Ultimate Warrior.
0: Lead poisoning. <laughs> yeah, not Oh God. Okay, so, so we're not going to talk Terry into doing either of those, it seems?
1: No, I, you know what? I am old and grumpy enough that I don't fall for a lot of peer pressure. Basically, the only way I fall for peer pressure is if it's something I wanted to do anyway, and it's a useful excuse. <laughs> but,
4: <laughs> but all that stuff that you just mentioned is, for me, doing national service. I mean... I was, I was in a position where I only had to do one year, and I'm thankful that I only had to do one year. It was after the whole border war and all the rest of the stuff in the early 90s, and it wasn't a compulsory two-year stint. But then you have to be the ultimate warrior, so to speak. You have to learn how to live off the land. You get to shoot guns. You get to do all the fitness stuff, box, grapple, all the rest of the stuff. And there's a part of me that actually misses that, and I'm sure a lot of the listeners is in that demographic that they've been in the military. They've been in some form of other police or you know something like that, that they had to undergo something called basic training and all the rest of the stuff. And I think when I was there, I hated every single day of being in the military. I honestly did. But now looking back on it, I am truly thankful that I actually did go and I did do it. it taught me a lot of things in real life that was very valid and i still used to this day as far as things is concerned because coming from, and I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant here, but coming from a tribal society, we want to give back to society. As as, as humans, we want to do that. And I see that in my, my work profession a lot where people just phone you up and go, I want to learn how to fight. I want to join something like the UFC or EFC and you go, okay, have you ever done any form of fighting in your life? No. Okay, so what's the lure for you to do these things? Now I want to fight. Yeah, but you can go and fight on the street. And that's the thing. So for me, it boils down to the point that people are doing this because there is no test into manhood like we had. We had to do that national service. And for us, that was our test into manhood. The same thing is true if you look at something like the Zulus, where they have initiation camps. Look at the Maasai warriors out in Kenya, all that type of stuff, where they, at the age of 12, get grabbed away from their folks, get taken into the bush, shown how to do X, Y, and Z. Use your spear, use your loincloth, go and fetch us a lion. If you come back, yay, you're a part of our integral society. If you don't come back, oh well, we'll miss you. And all the all the all the great warring nations, so the Greeks, um, if you look at the Romans, if you look at the Japanese for the samurai, all those people, even if you look at the, the red Indians from the American stuff, they had these, let's call it trial to manhood things where you had to go and prove yourself. And all the things that you mentioned now, shooting. Like for the, art, for the samurai, was shooting off horseback. You have to have had good um, bow shooting skills. You had to have good sword skills. You had to have very, very good um, other skills from the martial and the art side. You had to have both balance. So you had to do calligraphy. You had to do the old kabuki thing. Um, you had to do the tea ceremony. You had to do all these other artsy-fartsy stuff to balance out the martial side, the war side. And I don't see that happening today in today's society. So the men that were at, at that stage in the military and that did go and experience things like war and stuff, they, they, they're, they're a different type of people. And they are a little bit, in my opinion, a little bit better suited to deal with a lot of things that come their way. Because if you've seen what those people have seen in the war situation, which I did not see, I can only imagine what they saw, Stubbing your toe or standing in a queue waiting for, for somebody because they're being an idiot and not knowing what they want is one of the least things that you're going to stress about. You're not going to stress about it like other people do. Like I say, hitting other people in the face as much as people don't like it, it is something. It teaches you different skills. Going underwater teaches you different skills. The zip line it teaches you to face those fears, in my opinion. But anyways, that's just me wanting and going on a little tangent. So.
0: Eric is going to go for the face punches, and uh of <laughs>
4: he's pretty good at that. I might
1: add. So, <laughs> yeah, not punching faces, this, receiving. This time off. check this. Time check this. Jacques said something nice about me. I want no, no, no. no. That I think the the
4: name face block is quite adequate for you. Perfect.
0: Oh, so. no, yeah, he didn't mean you're good at punching faces. He meant I you're good at t- taking t- face punches. I had a brief but, yes, yes, that's what I meant. <laughs>
4: Sorry, my bad. It's like, if I mispronunciate... And miscommunication. Sorry, T,
1: that's not what I meant. My bad. <laughs> uh, I cut that little piece of the recording out. i like <laughs> just play it on no, yeah, You it's, know it's what the good bit is not, about this? It's my coach being nice to me. Oh, you oh. know what the good
0: bit is about this, Jacques? What? All those, all those hard skills are important. All the ones we just discussed. Sure. But soft skills, and I don't mean the talking to people skills, but the the technology skills these days are also important. Terig also has none of those. So he can't figure out how to cut out that little bit to keep listening to it. So we'll
3: be fine.
1: <laughs> I can take this thing. Look, look, look. Press the, just let me open it. It's
4: not VHS anymore, dude. Betamax
1: died a long time ago. You know what he's going to And what do I get? How quick was that?
3: <laughs> yes,
0: <laughs> I I thought that he <laughs>
3: needs
0: to
4: weigh it down at the stand in dude.
0: He needs to just adjust how far the legs need to be closer to him, and there needs to be more bar behind the legs than in front because the mic's There's
1: more bar behind the legs than in front. Then
0: pull the legs closer to you. I mean, or don't. Like, <laughs> no, whatever. Fight with, my, fight, with, fight with
4: your microphone. Me enjoy the, the battle
1: that you use. <laughs> I've got it with my toes so I can do this. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> my word. I,
0: I put genuinely put thought that down. what he was going to do was play the episode on Monday when it drops. Wait for the right point in the episode. Hit recording his phone. Yeah, head, head recording his phone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going to do.
0: And then get upset when the DJ comes on and I, I dub myself over and go, fuck you, Derek. <laughs> and he's like, damn yeah. it. I uh, need you
1: to get his name. I'm, I'm old enough to remember a time. Where you sat, and when they played a song you liked on the radio, you pressed record, and you hoped the DJ kept his mouth shut.
0: Okay, how do you know I knew that that was a problem?
1: Because you're from Heidelberg, and that's still active.
0: <laughs> for a dude from the Vale, you talk a lot of shit.
1: <laughs> and like to be a scale from the Vale, really? bro. Yeah,
2: for sure, hey <laughs> <laughs>
1: My boy.
2: Yeah. My boy. Yeah. So Gez, Why are you looking at me funny, eh? You've been damn quiet. I've been listening to Jacques and you talking about scuba diving.
0: And and other hobbies. So tell us about some other hobbies, Gaz. Gaz's other hobbies in, in, include reloading, load right. development, dry
1: yeah. fire. Separating <laughs> cases. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <By Ed stamp. laughs> not just caliber how many
1: times they've been
2: shot oh no I don't keep a record of that when they crack they get thrown away oh uh, what anymore
0: <laughs> have have no, you finally anybody's...
2: have
0: you finally stopped naming them
2: <laughs> Starline 1 this, Starline this 2 is, Starline
0: 2000 <laughs> <laughs> this is this is Chris Chris has been fired 47 times Chris has a mild bulge. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going in the bin.
2: Yeah, in his midriff.
3: Chris is of no
2: yeah, so, use to Sorry, he's out? I said, Chris is of no use to me anymore. He needs to go. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Clink In the dustbin. Trash can for the American. Trash can. Yeah. Nice no, one. So, I don't really have many... Other hobbies apart from shooting, I've got work, shooting, and then playing some Call of Duty for a while, some gaming, which has been a nice change. So, now that Cold War's out, we all get to swear at that now,
3: Yeah, all four of
2: us get to play together every now and then. We we need to sort out a uh, Discord. Yeah.
0: Cold War's, like, comms are rubbish.
2: Oh, dude, yeah, what you can't that's actually a better way of putting it exactly yeah exactly that is it is rubbish cool
0: stuff so you you do some gaming you used to do some rock climbing
2: yeah a lot of the stuff that i was that i used to do was more from school side so i did some rock climbing in school and then i played the normal sort of air quotes generic sports rugby cricket uh and then along with the rock climbing, there was abseiling. I played golf for a little while. Uh, when I left school, I played paintball for a little bit, but then you sort of realize that you have to rely on other people rocking up.
3: <laughs> this is true.
2: I suppose
0: that's one of the nice things about shooting.
4: It's as, a long as, man. Make- oh, cool.
0: as long as you rock up, you, get to, uh, you still get to shoot. Kaz, did your phone die at, like just the right moment?
3: <laughs> yes. Yes. <Not> <laughs> okay, <Lord. laughs> uh, this happens all the time. <laughs>
0: oh man. <laughs> it's kind of rubbish.
1: Hopefully he'll uh, go into his backup device.
0: Yeah. We'll we'll see. It it did die too because he just got ejected. Uh. <laughs> just oh. when
1: we got him talking as well
0: yeah, and, and this always happens just as we get Gaz to say three words his phone dies
4: you should get him to say two and then maybe it won't or four I think if he's deliberately doing it just to be brutally honest I think he just yeah. switches his phone off he's like if I say <laughs> that I have technical difficulties they won't ask me to speak oh.
1: so, <laughs> so what you still, mean he's is he's still got 67% batteries like I guess
0: no, you. <laughs> As, as he, you. Mean as he gets to like saying the second word, he starts holding down the power button. By the time the third
3: word, <laughs> it it's
0: off. <laughs> this checks out. <laughs> it really, really does. And he has rejoined.
1: Yay. Yeah, I'm back. Hello, Gaylord. Hey. Okay, we missed you. All right.
3: Yay.
2: Far off. Far off. See, there was a reason I told my. Other phone tonight. <laughs> I see this. It's good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> awesome stuff. Uh, so you did some stuff in school
2: and then yeah, you were disappointed
0: uh, when people didn't show up.
2: Yeah. So when I left school, I uh, started playing a bit of paintball, but nothing. I wasn't playing like tournaments and on a team or anything like that. It was more something social to make sure that I wasn't working seven days a week eventually. Uh, so the problem that came out with that is that you'd have a whole lot of guys during the week that say, yeah, we're going to come play paintball. And then you rock up on Saturday and you've got three people there. So yeah, yeah that work very long, uh, but it was around about good timing. Cause that was when I got my uh, first handgun. Then I started doing the shooting thing, like shooting bang, bang.
1: Awesome. We should, so not we should,
0: terrible at. We should thank the dudes that didn't show up. Yeah. 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 Also somewhere out there is some paintball dudes who are going, thank you. Goodness, he went to shoot <laughs>
4: <it>. <laughs> The reason we didn't show is because he showed
1: up. Yeah. Because he kept shooting us in the left eyeball. <laughs> I went to shot to mate in the eyeball playing paintball. His pupils, I think, are still different sizes.
0: You you do realize that that those 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 things that cover your face is not just because you're ugly. No, he took well, it's
1: his own and it, it wasn't on purpose. It was like when we were in high school and he took his off and I fucking, he shot at me and I like took a snapshot at him and it like banged straight into his eyeball. He's, what are the chances eh? so, there? <laughs> I'll
4: tell you so stories of painful. I, I started playing, and this will give my age away. I started playing painful in, I think, nineteen eighty two, eighty three. So I I still started playing paintball when you had a pistol that was loaded with a nine gram gas canister. It only took 10 paintballs. And I remember the days in South Africa where we actually imported a machine and we made our own rounds out of latex. Yes? You, You heard me, latex. So if you, that thing was like a freaking, like one of those little bouncy balls. The paint was dried inside so if, if you did shoot somebody with it you didn't you either called your hits and you just walked off the field because it hurt so much you don't care if there was paint or not or you actually managed to land some paint on the dude which was by sheer luck a miracle and speaking of shooting people in the eye I remember within the first my first game that I played paintball was the worst game ever for me we went and we played in a field called the Blue Gums field close to Deep Slur, which is not going to Deep Slur. And I got shot in the middle of the back from point blank range. Guy came running be- up behind us. I didn't know that that could happen. I thought the guys had my back. Apparently, they all got shot up by this dude. He ran straight over me, shot me in the back. And that was the worst painful shot I ever, ever, ever experienced with one of those thick rubber balls.
3: Oof. yeah so
0: i i used to play it i used to play at the woods um i quite enjoyed paintball for a while and uh when i went to go buy my first marker i ran into a dude and i can't remember his name but like a big boy like a, a like a sizable human being at the shop and we had some talks and he's like he also plays the woods come around uh, playing on this day and I'm like, cool i can play and i, I showed up and uh as I showed up, he was just walking off the field, um, where someone apparently shot him at pretty close range on like full auto <laughs> in the chest a couple of times, and um, he had some poor dude who did this uh, unspeakable thing, sort of by the back of the neck, dragging him off the field to come boot him. <laughs> it's like <laughs> You're not this, you know how to hit him on the fist. Yeah, this oh. this is. This is like the Foy, this is like the four Foy's.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's one thing I couldn't handle with the paintball thing. So we never used to play with like the speedball markers and that. Um, but whenever we played against someone with a speedball marker, you'd get like a hit five or six or seven times and that used to irritate. me. Uh, so I did lose my temper at one of the matches, but yeah.
0: Oh, So somewhere so out there, there's another dude telling the same story. Going, I once went to go play with this dude. I can't remember his name. He's left now. And he lost his temper and he dragged a dude off the field by his neck.
3: <laughs>
2: no, I, I utilized the marker to get vengeance. I didn't have to drag him off the field.
0: Ah, I see. Yes. I see.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. All yeah. for the better, because now we get to shoot IPSC. Yeah. Yeah. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade any of those experiences for anything. Yeah, exactly. They're great experiences, and it's good having them.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know what Terek's done. He seems to have muted himself or
1: something. He's fighting. Is that him. better? Yeah, yeah that's no, I can better. Hear you. Uh, I was wondering why I was on. <laughs> yeah, I, I had a whole lot of experiences that I was younger that I would never, ever, ever share publicly. Um,
0: but the show is not public, good. luckily.
1: Yeah, no, they're not fucking from going on the internet. That's for sure. But I'm very glad that that happened.
0: Have you have you ever told any of those stories in the presence of your iPhone? <laughs> yeah, because they, they are on the internet now. You may not have shared them.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, no, no, no. I'm I. Yeah, no.
4: There's a guy, a certain guy with the surname of
3: Gates that has official yeah. privy.
1: <laughs> There's a fucking NSA agent who's just assigned to me. uh, Yeah,
0: good times. You also get your own TSA agent when you fly into the state.
1: Let's not go there.
0: One with a fat finger.
1: Let's (laughs) not go
3: there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Fingers. It's like one of those things, like, you know, as a man gets older, that's one of those things you gotta check up. And the problem is my doctor is almost as big as me. With hands <laughs> almost as big as mine. <clears throat> I'm scared.
0: Luckily that's never mattered, right? Because his hands are on your shoulders.
3: How's that prosthetic
1: now going for you? Apparently that's at fifty now, so I have I have a few years to find the new doctor.
4: Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> one with smaller hands, I assume.
1: Yes, like a small Asian woman.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, he's gonna find a male doctor with hands like a small
1: Asian woman. Yeah. So, like, my next doctor is gonna be Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Not that NSHA agent.
4: <laughs> <laughs> now, now you have a
0: task force. <laughs> we should probably wrap this up before Terek says anything else. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. You know what? I'm not actually worried about the NSA. I'm worried about the people who will never listen to us again because I made a Trump joke.
0: <laughs> or one of them. Anyway.
1: <laughs> stuff. We haven't discussed booze. We haven't discussed cod. See, what do you I'm, want to talk about, booze? Now. Shall we talk about booze? Tell us about booze, Derek. Like, nice booze. <laughs> What's everyone's favourite drink at the moment? Yes Okay, my and typical go-to is. Yes, you can fuck off
2: No, no. My typical go-to is a nice dark rum.
1: Like Kraken.
0: Like Kraken like rum, yeah. I had some Kraken earlier. It is awesome. Mm, it is
2: good. Yeah, what, 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 that yeah. that stuff is special.
0: Precious.
1: Um, oh, sorry, guys. Carry on.
2: No, no. Uh, and then, obviously, for uh, <laughs> me. It's, you did know, promote. That's my natural resting face, dude. It's not very bright. It's Harambee face. <laughs> yeah.
1: You have very strong Harambee
3: face. <laughs> exactly.
1: This is my happy face. <laughs> Why is shark in the dark?
3: Because <coughs> he's, he's trying
1: to... to set the mood.
3: Brown <laughs> so cool. chicken,
1: brown cow. I mean, <laughs> I don't mind. I'm just curious.
3: <laughs> I...
4: So one light is on a light switch timer, and if it goes out, then I'm enveloped in darkness, which is good for guns. Prisoning
1: me. I cannot see. Absolute horror. Sorry. Here I am in oh, all my years. Metallica spoken word Elton.
0: Okay, so you're you're doing crack and rum at the moment, Gaz, and
2: you were saying you usually do. No, no. Uh, normally, uh, my go-to is like a dark rum, but you and Terek have been or introduced me to the the whiskey th- side of things, so that's a whole new learning curve. I don't know what any of that means yet. But I got to learn it. And
0: we you haven't even. We
1: high end as well.
0: And you haven't even Blanton's done the learning curve at my house yet. Lantern's gold.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That was good.
0: And you need to come yeah. do the learning curve at my house. Mm where we can take you through the entire experience and then Sash can wheel you out into the car.
2: <laughs> like just throw me in the boot. Like policole. yeah. Jeez, that was bad.
3: <laughs> I,
0: I have some rangers yes. here that need to get shot because they've been chained. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Mm. <laughs> Jacques, what's your go-to? Uh, also
4: run. Dark rum as well. Um, the, the Kraken thing is taken to me, but there's there's some other other dark rums like um, there's a there's a dark rum called Papa something. I can't remember the name now, which I bought a bottle of just before the whole December thing, and uh, I'm gonna give it a bash over the, the Christmas period now. But yeah, I'm a I'm a guy for rum. Um, that's what I. That's what I go to, and if
2: it comes to shooters, Jager
0: bombs,
2: for sure. call yeah, syrup. there we go. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I like Jager too. If we're talking yeah. shooters, Jaeger's good. Yeah. No, I'll,
0: I'll I'll hit the tequila while you guys
1: hit Jager. Oh, okay. I'd much rather like, drink yeah. Jager yeah. than tequila. No, same here.
4: Yeah. I'd, I'd much rather drink your urine than I freaking drink fucking tequila.
1: Well, exactly. I mean, my <laughs> urine will get you fucking drunk.
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's to, to distill it at least three times and then uh, give it a go.
0: If you want and raspberry you, flavor, if you hit them the kidneys enough times. <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right, I'll do that. Don't you
2: worry. I'll make it. it see, so you, you're obviously, you're on the I think what you were enjoying the most was a rye. Is that right?
1: Yeah. So I, I, I'm i primarily a whiskey drinker and I'm not a particularly highfalutin one. Um, I do like good whiskey though. But uh, I, I like it, I like a rum and uh, like a a dark and stormy made with Kraken with is uh, fucking awesome on a hot day. Um, but I can only drink so much of that before it's a bit much. Um, I'm really I'm drinking a lot of bourbon lately. because uh, it's bourbon's quite an easy sort of everyday drink. Not not that I necessarily drink every day, but it's like as a <laughs> as
3: not,
0: a, not you know. necessarily when in fact he does. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, yeah, you, know, you know, like like a like I I I, I drink probably 90% of what I drink is whiskey. Um, you know, like a beer on a hot on a hot day after a day on the range is quite nice. But generally, I drink whiskey. Bourbon's just, it, it's very easy to drink every day. Um, and yeah, I mean, I've, I, I've got that bottle of Blanton's, which is a bit of a special occasion thing, um, primarily because it's fucking expensive uh, and hard to get. Um, I've been drinking a lot of rye lately uh, and I'm, I'm really enjoying that that's sort of it's got a, a sort of spiciness to it that that's really enjoyable um, but I I also I enjoy some I, I enjoy Irish uh, like a like a surprisingly good well-priced Irish is the Pogues um, I don't know if you've tried it yet Cooporn. I
0: have I've had it at your place
1: uh, oh yes that that's like really drinkable and and not ridiculously expensive, um, and I like a good Scotch. Um, I really like a good Scotch, but it's more a, it, it's more a sit down and have a drink, um, you know. So
3: you
1: know, like a good Scotch is a, it, it's something that you need to be focused on. It's not something I like to do while I do anything else. Whereas a, a bourbon or a rye, I can do while we're talking shit or playing games or or anything else. Makes sense. That's all a liney way of trying to say that I like booze. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, That checks out. Um, Mine's a little bit different. Um, I'm not big into rum. I'll have it. And I enjoy it at times. Um, but it won't be the thing that I drink primarily. Um, I hung up my sort of get home and box the wife stuff years ago. Um, Because Apparently that's what Brandy's for. Apparently that's what Brandy's for. Um, Your
1: wife will fuck you up.
0: Nah, I'll be fine. Uh, Uh So you think? Nah, I'll be fine. She'll she'll Mm. poison me, but she's been trying that for years. It hasn't worked yet. (laughs) Yet. (laughs) I drink a fair bit of whiskey. Uh, I don't really have a go-to whiskey because I have far too many bottles of whiskey. Um, So I sort of progress through the collection um, and I basically start on one end. So I am doing bourbons for the next four weeks and I just start at bourbon one and I just like go through the set until I eventually run out of bourbons and then I'll switch over to scotch and I'll go through the set until I eventually run out of that and then I'll do some Irish stuff. Um, which is interesting. It's, uh, it's not always the most fun to do on your own. Um, I mean, I enjoy them and I, I like drinking them and I'll have a glass probably every other night. Um. <laughs> no tea, not like you. I don't necessarily do it every day. <laughs>
1: Don't drink every night.
0: Sometimes you start the afternoon.
1: <laughs> I know, I know that trick. I've used it. <laughs> you know what? You can't drink all day if you don't start early.
0: Um, but having a good collection of whiskey is an experience because a lot of people just do not have access to it. So when you have people around who've, who've never done it or who have done it but are curious about some some other stuff that they've never tried uh you can sit them down and have a bra and you can drink whiskey from sort of one end of the of the, the cabinet all the way through to the other side and have people experience the different flavors and the, the different sort of changes that age has on the stuff and the sort of different cask finishes and things it's a fantastic experience and it's a great way to spend an evening um for those who have never done it before Uh just for the record, I'm not inviting everyone around. <laughs> I mean, uh, the, 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 the dudes on Uber. No, no, no. You guys are fine. Like the guys who are, who, are, who are the guests right now are fine. But like this wasn't an open invitation to the general sort of listenership to come around and experience whiskey.
1: Corn's <laughs> uh, home address is. He forgets I edit this. <laughs> not this late you don't. By this late <laughs> in the show, we could fucking go on crazy rants. <laughs> I, I, will, I will dub Derek's address over.
0: <laughs> I'll put on my best deep voice. I am Derek, and I live
1: at. If that's your um, best deep voice, you best uh, lift your game, son.
0: I am Tarek and I live at. That's
1: um, not very deep, dude. I am Derek. (laughs) (laughs) Now you just sound like you've been in (laughs) Sima No, that's more
4: I am Derek and I
0: am (laughs) (laughs) Hang on, hang on, hang on. I
3: am Derek (laughs) and I live in my house.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's what it sounds like when my Enigma garter rides up.
1: (laughs) 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 Enigma is awesome. Mm.
4: I want one of those, by
2: the way.
1: Yeah. um, I can get you on the backorder list. I've already done that. Oh. But mine will actually count.
0: Really? Well,
4: whoever gets it gets hit less in the face. Let's put it that way.
1: If I get yours first, can I spy with Cornet? Hell yes. Done. Done.
4: Cornet, you've got to perform now, my man. (laughs)
0: You guys because do if realize?
4: Well, he does. I get a punch Terrick in the face repeatedly. I'm,
0: I, I'm I going know. to have a, I'm going to have a talk to my my friend at Hellstorm, and uh, I'm sorry to the rest of the internet, but I'm going to buy out the entire shipment
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> ahead of time because you know that they'll prioritize that.
4: <laughs> of course they will.
0: Yeah. Cash yeah. money, Jana. Yeah. <laughs> See, Terek is now getting worried.
1: <laughs> no, I i have certain um, skills that you lack. What are those? Do you jiggle them when you. You'll discover soon enough. Enigma <laughs> <laughs> is the <a> size of large.
0: <sighs> Apparently, Terek's Enigma is the size 40, 48, 46.
1: They're all size 46. <laughs> you- <laughs> that might have been the first time I called someone
0: And I've, I've heard that Derek said it's a bit snug so.
1: Snug
4: as a bug in a rug
1: <laughs> Snug as a ter- <laughs> <laughs> When are we going to have an open mat for boxing? Say so what now? When
3: are
1: we going to have an open mat for boxing so that I can spark one now?
4: I have Thank to you. teach him proper first. Otherwise, it's just like beating on a little boy. It's not fair. I don't mind. I know you don't mind, but I, I
1: do. I don't mind fair. Fe- He's from Heidelberg. He's got an advantage. I'm a soft weapon. Yeah, but I have
4: to freaking do a freaking metal detector search for the knuckle dusters and stuff every time he
1: steps into the studio. I promise not to use any weapons when I hurt Not, not I mean, once have I, I, I stepped Not you, you,
3: him, knife.
1: <laughs> well, that is true. You do need to metal up the tech team. Uh, What the fuck is that? It's a clever girl. When did you get that? I've, I've had it for nice. years. That's very nice. Why do you have a <laughs> clever girl? Because you're oh. only one of those and it's not the clever.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I
4: have a uh, faint suspicion, but yeah. <laughs>
1: I have not uh, bought any new knives this year. That's how bad it's been. I almost <coughs> bought a knife at fucking CDG the other day. It was a problem.
0: What do you mean you haven't bought a new knife all year? I haven't bought a new knife all year. Didn't you get that, like, taint stabber of yours in the beginning of that this year? It was
1: last year. That was last year, yeah. Ah. I've not bought a new knife this year. You're fading. I almost bought a knife, but I didn't have any money. Dovi almost, almost got me in trouble.
0: You you should you should sell your body so you can afford knives.
1: Um what am I gonna do with a fucking <laughs> copy? In fact, I've got no copy here, so I, I don't know. You're gonna afford the copy selling your body <laughs> oh. <laughs> talking about a f-
0: fifteen
4: Rand chef's knife
0: at Spa <sighs> but, but not at Spa, you get the blunt one outside <laughs> It was bought from Spar a month ago. <laughs> I need to cut that out. (laughs) Corn, cut that out. I mean, I won't, but...
1: (laughs) This this late in the show, you could give out Corn's home address and like... (laughs) And it'll stay. (laughs) It'll stay. Yep. That is a fact. Fortunately, I can't remember his home address. I know how to get there. (laughs) It's my favourite restaurant, but I actually don't know what the address is. Which is a good thing. For you. For you. For me. Yeah. Uh,
0: so what have we not covered, Tarek? Uh,
1: ourselves in glory.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen tonight. Jacques has an open <laughs> method at seven o'clock tomorrow morning or something. Like. <laughs>
3: Jiu-jitsu oh, tomorrow. I didn't
1: even crack an invite. <coughs> oh, i see how it works. Well, you can come and do Jits. Here's your invite. Oh, fuck that. I want to spar <laughs> with my friend, Corneille. I'm not a- available tomorrow anyway. So we'll go on another day. I want
4: to I want to put
1: you in a standard rear naked choke, Derek. Well, no, because I don't really do jujitsu, So that's why I want to spar with my friend who also does stand-up. So okay, I'll make you together a deal. work the on our technique
4: opportunity first and then opportunity and make a joke
1: No, but, but you see Corn and I could, could develop as boxers if we were allowed an opportunity to spar <laughs> together I don't know I who he's trying to get this yeah, no, no, no. and he could develop his game of hitting the ground it's just not fair I think it's very fair
0: Give him
1: a few months.
0: Then it'll be much I've not had a few months.
1: You have? Is that a month? No, yeah, that's fine.
0: I've had a month of boxing and a month of
1: jits. That, if you want to do, do fucking struggle snuggles, that's my fault?
0: Keep bad-mouthing the struggle snuggles. Fine, I
1: famously bad-mouthed struggle snuggles.
0: Yeah, but keep doing it because Jacques listening.
1: I do it to Jacques at almost every fucking class.
4: Remember, 2021 is the year for uh, New Year's resolutions, eh?
1: Mine is to do even less struggle snuggles.
4: And mine is to introduce you to struggle snuggles.
1: Mine is to spar with Cornet.
0: There we go. That will happen. I can already tell you that.
1: Even if I have to find him in four ways more. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well
1: exactly.
0: Derek is blind as a fucking bat
1: <laughs> it's because you're not a threat so I don't see you Derek's situation <laughs> awareness is I'm looking for <laughs> threats not fucking skinny fucking. you were not looking
0: words. for th- you were looking for fucking
1: gifts <laughs> no, I was actually looking for t-shirts when you saw me <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh,
3: let's wrap this, this train wreck up <laughs> Mm-hmm.
1: And on that note, i just like to say later
3: are valued listeners who are not in any way except completely losers.